Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Well, this uh, will give you a lot of concern. Our next guest is Rural Fire Brigades Association Queensland General Manager Justin Chavot, been a regular on this show for many years. But there is now some real concern um, that the management of bushfires in rural areas will be taken away from those closest to them. And it is threatening to come into effect. Queensland Country Life's uh, journalist Sally Gould reported this in the Country Life yesterday, and I've been following this very closely, that there has been a real shift from the government's legislation at the moment to try and implement a complete upheaval. And this has happened in Victoria, and it was totally rejected. But now we're seeing drafts, draft laws, like we're seeing with other areas, being implemented and the commissioner of the new Queensland Fire Department that um, comprises both fire and rescue as well as rural um, is looking at the legislation which could have a massive effect on rural stakeholders. Justin Chavot, good morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, good morning. I, um, I, I'm really concerned by this. I mean, w- we are seeing it in other areas where people are wanting reporting of how many cattle you've got on your land and, and we, we're hearing that there's been legislation drawn up, not passed, that potentially they might be able to tell you when and how many cattle you can stock. But when this comes through that the legislation and lighting a fire will be taken out of your own hands and, and completely um, have no control of it, that is a dark day, and I mean that in the history of Queensland. You're, you're, you're right, and that's why we're asking the Premier and Cabinet not to sign what's called the um, authority to introduce. Yep. So before uh, new legislation, before a bill goes in front of Parliament, um, Cabinet has to approve it. Mm. Um, and so we've, we're asking all Labor Party members of Parliament when you come down to Brisbane and you have your, your caucus meeting to, to say to your other members who are in cabinet, please don't sign this. It's it's bad. Um, it's it's the sort of legislation that we will fight every step of the way. Uh, and at the end of the day, the, the the current government will win. But like with the cancer coverage, where we tabled our own private members' bill and and then achieved the highest level of coverage of any volunteer firefighter in the country, um, we will fight it every step of the way through Parliament. We'll then um, ask for the committee process to be extended like they did before with cancer coverage and more more people, more brigades wrote in and made submissions to parliamentary committees on cancer coverage than anyone had, had, had before in previous committees. So, so we know that the people in the brigades get interested when they have the time to do so and, and, and writing on their own behalf for their communities. And we'll do the same thing. And, and the, the Labor Party will win because they have the, the numbers in the House but it's going to take them a long time and, and they are going to hurt every step of the way because the legislation is bad. And there's a number of seats out there that the Labor Party hold with a very, very small majority. And, and they also have a lot of rural fire brigades, a lot of yellow trucks in those seats. Now, rural fire brigades not going to change the outcome of the election, but it's going to slow them down. Yeah. And, and so the easiest thing and the best thing our recommendation to Cabinet is not to sign the authority to introduce. Um, we What would be the worst-case scenario if they did? So let's say if the legislation went through. So what we were promised 
in the 26th of October 2022 by the then Fire Minister Mark Ryan and the then Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk is that we would have an independent rural fire service with its own budget, its own rural fires board inside a Queensland fire department. So we would be hosted inside the Queensland fire department like ambulances hosted in health. So yeah. that's what we were promised. They, they said it in their media releases. They stood up in Parliament. They said it there. And they produced diagrams that says this is what it looks like. And we went, great, okay, well, we'll buy that. That sounds really good because it's giving the power back to the communities. And that's yeah. what we were promised all the way along right up until the then Commissioner Greg Leach left. And then these new fellas have, have got in charge and they're from Fire and Rescue in Queensland and they've rewritten the whole thing. So... The SES legislation that's just gone through was very, very good. And it was a complete rewrite and it empowered the SES. And we were getting the same thing. But now what they're doing is they're doctoring the old legislation. So the only person who can be in the future in charge of all, all fire across you know rural fire and fire and rescue fires, so urban fires, must be from fire and rescue. The only person who can be the, the chief fire officer in the state. So that's a person who ensures that there's compliance in training and, and the organisation is joined up and, and what the future is going to look like. And all research and development must, must come from fire and rescue. Now, this has never, ever been legislated anywhere else in the country. So they're just closing the shop down to a very, very small group of people. To, to be an incident controller, so we saw in those Springshaw fires and all the fires, you know, we had a lot of fires last year. We lost a lot of houses and we lost a lot of country. Yep. And one of the things that came out of the Ag Force, uh, Ag Force did a review into into the fires up at Mahelda at Springshaw, so into the Carnarvon fires. And one of the issues that was coming out there was that landholders, who were brigade members, landholder brigade members, same thing in many instances, were not given authority to put fire on the ground when they needed to do so to, to, to stop the fire travelling, you know, off their property or, or, or to put an effective fire break in using fire. Now, the landholders in Springshaw, they've been there a long time and the last, they've had fires, you know, 12, 13 years ago, they had the same sort of fires coming travelling through the same sort of country and they went, we're going to pull it up the same way. Yeah. They weren't allowed to. We had the same thing in Bundaberg. You talked to Stephen Bennett, the local member of parliament there. He's been around seeing all the locals around there, and they're saying the authority, the power has been taken away from the people on the ground who know how fire moves through the environment. To, 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 it's been devolved to further away from people, not even just not from a rural fire background, but not from that area. Now, the, the new legislation, the draft legislation says the only person who can be an incident controller right, in Queensland in the future, and this is complete lunacy, must come, must have um, industrial structural firefighting experience, bush firefighting experience, hazmat experience, and road trash rescue and technical rescue skills. Now, the only place you can get that in Queensland is fire and rescue in Queensland. You can't get it in rural fire because you can't access that training. You can't get it in aviation rescue. You can't get it in mines rescue. So what they've done is they have got this small clique of people and they're trying to, in legislation, give them all the power. Yet that hasn't happened anywhere else in the country. No one's done this. And we're just going, it's mad, right? It is just is complete madness 
throw it in the bin. The since Greg Leach left in in October, really the the fire service in Brisbane has just run started to run amok. We've lost Joanne. Okay, so Joanne was yep. the first the deputy chief officer of the Rural Fire Service. She's gone. We've lost Mike Wassing. He's gone. We're losing staff left, right, and centre, all good staff, and they're being replaced by people who don't come from a, a volunteering or a land management background. Now, we wrote that letter to the Premier and said, it's a toxic environment, what's happening down in Brisbane. We want you to do a review. We want you to do an independent investigation. Now, yeah. the, the Premier then sent us over to the Minister. We saw the Minister, and we said, and a lot of people said, this is what's happening in the RFBAQ letter only scratches the surface of the toxic behaviour inside the fire service. Now, then the minister, Nikki Boyd, the minister for fire, announced there's an independent review being run by the fire service, um, organised through a, a third party that um, the fire service is setting the terms of reference with the report going back to the fire service. So we said that wasn't independent at all. But then when we asked for the terms of reference and who was running it, it turns out it's not an independent review at all. It turns out that they just hired a company to check on their HR policies internally. So we're going to write back to the Premier and say, we have said to you bad things are happening in the fire service. And you've sent us around the mulberry bush. And we've, and we've had a look all these different places you've sent us. And you're doing nothing. Yeah. But it doesn't change the fact that these bad things are happening. Yeah. And Premier, we're going to write back to you and say, you actually have to do something about it. So what's happening in, in Brisbane right now is that the the small group of Brisbane is is trying to control all how you manage oh. fire in the environment. Mate, in the that's, that's everything. That's that's the world. And and you guys are pushing back on it, which is a huge thing for us. Um, so so look if if I can just ask one thing, I don't I there's there's a, a number of members of parliament out there who are Labor Party members of Parliament who are rightly concerned about this because they do have a lot of rural fire brigades and a lot of them are very, very close to their community and they understand this is bad legislation. Their difficulty is that the union has said this is what the world is going to look like in the future for fire. And, and we really need those members to go to the Labor Party caucus meeting and just say, park it. Let's let's move away from this legislation because there is an election coming soon and we're going to ask every political party to sign up for a completely independent rural fire service with its own legislation that's a statutory authority. Okay, so it's run by a board, yeah. which is also means it's more nimble. You don't have the huge back end you need for a government department. So if you do introduce this legislation now, we're going to fight it in the House and yeah. it's going to hurt you every day and then you might end up signing up for an independent rural fire service anyway and you've done yourself all this damage for no reason at all don't do it just walk away from it it's bad yeah well said justin chavot uh mate thank you for once again taking the fight up to these blokes because it's a dog's breakfast uh rural fire brigades association queensland general manager justin chavot and rightly so concerning and something that we all need to keep an eye on because this is the way that they are trying to control. As you just said, a small area of southeast Queensland trying to control all of Queensland for fire and environment is a deadly situation for the livelihoods of agriculture in this area. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Good on you. We'll take a break, come back with more. That is a worry, rural Queensland today.